Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. Zach, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. We are uh, missing a man today. Matt Collins is out today. He is in uh, youth retreat prep mode. Oh, yeah. We both know that feeling. Yep. He, it's time to lock in for him. Yep. Yep. They're uh, headed out this weekend, and we are headed toward week seven. Week seven. It's been an exciting first six weeks. It's October the 20th today. Happy birthday, Willis McGahee. Wow, yeah. I remember him. Yeah. Okay. Willis McGahee, 40 years old. 40, wow. And uh, really no other exciting NFL players having birthdays today, but it is Snoop Dogg's birthday. I feel like Snoop Dogg should be older than this. He's 50 years old. Yeah, I feel like he should be older than 50. He, maybe he's been 50 for a while. I feel like he's been 50 for a long time. He yeah. just lets people, I don't know. But he's a NFL halftime, Super Bowl halftime performer. Snoop Dogg, avid, oh, yeah. avid football fan. That'll be interesting. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. HBD. All right. Hey, we're going to jump right in it. There's a lot of things to talk about. Let's take a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. Man, it's easy to start this trip because we start right in Nashville, Zach. Oh, yeah. Monday Night Football, Tennessee Titans. Man. How about it? Yeah, man, that was a fun game to watch. Uh, and great for the Titans to be on national TV and, and do that. The first hosted Monday Night Football game in four years. And the Tennessee Titans, with seven lead changes, yes, pull it out man, yeah, against the Buffalo Bills. Did you watch the pregame? I did not. I did not. I did not get to see the pregame. But I did know that uh, Jordan Pace was there pregame tailgating. Yeah, so if you weren't watching Monday Night Countdown, which I was watching, you could have been watching the pregame apparently on Fox 17, where the Fox 17 news team was out and about during the tailgating portion of the uh, Titans game, and they ran into Pace in your face, Jordan Pace. Yeah, I texted him before, and I was just, you know, obviously I I felt like he would be at the game, you know, but I was just, I texted him, I said, hey, you're going to be there, and he said he had like 40-something pounds of wings and they were going to be tailgating Buffalo Wings. Buffalo Wings. That's right. Buffalo Wings. But, um, yeah, so it sounds like he was prepping for a big time. And little did we know that uh, Susan Pace is going to let us know that he had a, he did have a good time out there. Yes, TP threw that on Facebook for all of us to see. What were your observations of Jordan Pace on television? Well, not the first time for Pace being on TV. Uh, I think this guy just has a knack for it. Um, my favorite part, though, and I, we should have had Jordan on for this. But uh, when he first looked at the camera, when they were talking about him, it was that moment of you're not sure if you're supposed to look yet or not. And so Pace looks really quick and it goes right back to the to the grill. Yes. But uh, so I enjoyed that. But I thought it was great. I thought it was a great interview. Pace did a, a great job. Um, so I just thought it was fun. I thought it was really good. He said it felt really dumb doing that. That's his <laughs> text to me. But it worked out. Yeah. He said. Which I don't know why it felt dumb to him. He's – He's built for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, so, the only thing was I, w- I would appreciate maybe a plug for the CMB podcast, but that's okay. You know? Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, but it's, it's all right. You know, maybe next time he's on TV, the Preds game or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll be there. He did. They asked him to pr- predict the winner during the interview, and he said the Titans are going to win 34-28. Zach, do you remember what the Titans won by? 
Yes, uh, 34-21. 34-31. Or 31. Yeah, yeah, so it was close. Yes, so Jordan just about nailed it. On, yes. on not national TV, but on local, local Nashville television, Jordan Pace almost predicted it to the T, uh, the Tennessee Titans, to win the game. Uh, so my first observation for the CMB Fantasy Football League this week is that Monday Night Football was a big deal. I didn't realize how many fantasy players are Titans or Bills. Yes. Uh, but going into Monday Night Football, the East Coast Wombats were beating your worst nightmare by seven. They lost by 28. Isaiah 4031 was beating H&F by 26, and H&F won by two. Pacing Your Face was leading the Allman Brothers by seven, and the Allman Brothers won by three. So barring stat corrections... For H&F and for the Allman Brothers, Monday Night Football was wild, and it really affected the standings of this league. Yes. Um, I was texting Pace, and he said that uh, he lost on maybe the last couple plays of the game. I think that the defensive backs that the Allman Brothers had, uh, or that they have, got tackles. And that yeah. was just enough to put them ahead of Pace. I'll tell you exactly where he lost it. And So Dawson Knox was Pace's tight end. Yeah. Dawson Knox throws a two-point conversion. Um, and then just a few minutes later, they announced that Dawson Knox is out for the rest of the game. And at that point, yeah. Pace was down by three points, and it was over. Yeah. Did he break it throwing the pass? I mean, when did No, he... they said he already had a broken hand when he threw the pass. Wow. Yeah, because that pass was not good. <laughs> no. It looked like he just kind of – Shoveled it towards the the guys. No, but we were not ready for that. No, we razzle dazzle as the announcer. Yeah, that cut it. that cut to uh, Mike Vrabel. He was not too thrilled with that. Um, they they cut to Mike Vrabel a lot in this game. And Very close ups of his face. He never looked thrilled until yes. the fist pump at the end. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very frustrated. But hey, um, while we're on that, I, I do have a uh, a statement from the Almond Brothers. Would you like that? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is this is uh, regarding their victory over uh, Pace. And it's, they say it's all about the optimism train, as they're calling it the O train. <laughs> when things look bleak, you just calm yourself and listen for that faint train whistle coming down the track saying, you got this, you got this, you got this. Then before you know it, the O train is roaring down the tracks and can't be stopped. Hashtag all aboard. Hashtag still didn't pay for fantasy tips. Hashtag woo woo. Hashtag the little almond that could. This has to feel good for them. Oh man, they got to be pumped. I mean, and catapulting them all the way to second place. When's the last place. time they were in second place? In I've never. Is it ever happened? I've never seen it. I've never seen this. So this has got to feel good. Oh yeah, James Lane. Yeah, they are. Blake Keelan. They are pumped. So yeah, as of right now, uh, as we know, stat corrections with IDP leaks, anything can happen. Uh, but they are in second place. Congratulations to the Almond Brothers. My other observation is how the loss by the Jordans changed the standing because pacing your face moves from first to third and Greg Coe moves to first place. Isaiah 40-31 loses to H&F, but by scoring 201 points last week, they move out of the ice bucket position, which is held once again by the Tecmo Power Runners. Yes, and I actually looked up because I was pretty sure <laughs> that we were going to lose. Um, I just felt like, you know, that was an, a lot to ask. And AJ Brown with the illness right before the game, you know, I just I had no idea if if he was even going to play. Do you know the last time that I, I went to go look the last time that Jordan I wanted to score two hundred points? Oh man, when was that? 
the last time that he has scored uh, 200 points was not last year. He didn't do it at all last year. It was in 2019. Really? Yeah. So two years ago, he did it in week one versus Pace. And since then, he has not scored uh, 200 points at all until the year 2016. When he beat SCDT, what is that? Stat correction or something like that? I can't remember who who that was. SCDT was the team. Um, he beat, get this, he beat that team and us. Stone by, Cold Donald Trumps. That was Risher. Okay. Right? I have no idea. Um, but he scored 238 points back then. So it's a rare thing for uh, Jordan to get over that 200 mark. And also, in the past six years, not including this year, um, Jordan Iwanison owns us. We are two and four. Really? Versus Jordan Iwanison. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, how about we, that? We escaped it this week, the wrath of, of Jordan Iwanison. Um, we, we are fearful, though, of Jordan Iwanison for sure. I had no idea. Wow. Zach, how, how much did you sweat watching A.J. Brown Monday night? Um, I didn't think we had a chance, so I wasn't really sweating. He had zero points at halftime. But when uh, our kicker for the Buffalo Bills, when he kicked that 50-something yard field goal and put him around over the 10-point mark with a, you know, with that, I kind of thought, maybe we have a shot. And then in the second half, A.J. just started – they just started throwing to him over and over. And it's not until you really get your hopes up when you're within that five-point mark, maybe five to eight points, where a, touch, a touchdown can change it. And so uh, I was really locked in there in the second half, really hoping we would uh, be able to to overcome that deficit. Well, you guys may have been sweating, but you definitely weren't sweating as much as A.J. Brown. No, definitely not. A.J. Brown, who's battling food poisoning, which if you've ever had food poisoning, it's horrible. It's awful. Um, they asked Derrick Henry, did you see that? No. What they they asked him for his reaction about A.J. Brown playing yeah. so well with uh, food poisoning. And he said something like, we just made sure he had enough toilet paper and we were good to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I uh, saw another tweet that said, Michael Jordan had his flu game. A.J. Brown just had his poo game. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, oh, so congratulations, H&F. Yeah. Uh, Tecmo Power Runners moved back to the bottom of the standings after losing to Strongside. Who did I had 2.45 points from my running back spot. Oh, wow. And still won. Wow. Chris Carson went out. Alvin Kamara was on a bye week. I had scrub number one and scrub number two in and still won. I think that might be the case for a lot of teams coming up this week. Oh, man. And I didn't do – I didn't – I wasn't able to prepare with how many players are on the IR yeah. right now. But It's brutal. Uh, this, like, three-week IR spot that they opened up this year. Yeah. Has really it, it really plays with my head. Yes. Because when you see IR, you think... Done for the year. But not this year. Yeah. So they just throw them on IR. If they stub their pinky toe, I mean, they're on the IR. So there's a lot going on in the IR spot right now. Um, so it comes down to the fourth down play for the Titans. Fourth and goal, or fourth and one at the three, right? Yep. Josh Allen needs to get a first down. Zach, did you think the Titans had any chance of stopping Josh Allen in that moment? Because I didn't. No, I did not either. Um, but, man, what an ending. <laughs> yeah, so I've got the Titans radio um, of the call. The call? Have awesome. you heard the call from Titans radio? No, yeah, this is Mike it. Keith. And uh, sorry about the language. Potty mouth Dave McGinnis. <laughs> this is Titans radio right. call at the end of the game. Titans 
need one play. Allen under center. Sneaking. No, I don't he did know. Not make that. I do not know. Let's see where they spot it. He did not make that. The Titans think they have stopped it. Let's wait. Allen tried to sneak. He got nothing, or so it appeared. He did it. They got it. They did it. They did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not yes. Not yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Dave McGinnis was very excited. <laughs> I was very excited. Oh when yeah, that happened. That was crazy. I mean, it was it was wild. <clears throat> uh, what an ending to Monday Night Football. What an ending to the week for uh, CMB Fantasy Football League. Prior to that play, Josh Allen was twenty nine of thirty one on third and fourth down QB sneaks. Yep, good old slip there as he he tried to rush that in. So we appreciate it. It's crazy. Some would say unprecedented. How did the Titans do it? I don't have a good answer, but Zach, last night, Chris Broussard from Fox Sports 1, who is like, I guess, Chris Broussard was always on ESPN. He's an NBA guy. He's like the Stephen A. Smith of Fox Sports now, I guess. But uh, he has it all figured out. Have you heard this clip? I have not. So Chris Broussard last night uh, explains to us how the Bills lost. He's figured it out. So listen to this clip that you have not heard yet, which is super entertaining to me happened on the play yes josh allen smith or josh allen slipped but it got blown up on the left side because of the pressure of tennessee i wonder why could it be because ten or uh, buffalo's pro bowl left tackle taylor lewan was <laughs> injured if he's there maybe that doesn't happen but he's out so you got a second stringer that josh allen's trying to go behind and you see he got destroyed dawkins whoever that is <laughs> All right, so that's the problem. You're not good in the red zone overall. Oh, man. So Brutal. So Buffalo's Pro Bowl, <laughs> yeah. Pro Bowler, Taylor Lewan goes out, <clears throat> and Josh Allen doesn't have anybody Yo, to sneak that's bad. So Did that blow up on Twitter? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It was everywhere. I can't believe you didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, I did not see it. That's but we had a lot to focus on last night. Um, Braves game, Lakers game. I understand why you missed it. Yeah, but, yeah. But that happens, so – all right, well, let's uh, let's move on. Zach, let's hear the all-pro all team this week. All right, your all-pro team for week six. Your top quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Surprise, surprise. How about it? IDPs, 36.50 points. Your top running back, no surprise, Derrick Henry. IDPs, uh, 35.60 points. Zach, did you know that Derrick Henry, I heard this morning, <clears throat> the top nine guys for the MVP race still are all quarterbacks. Yeah, they need to throw him in there for sure. They got to get him involved. Um, I, no doubt that he is worthy to at least be in the conversation for MVP this season. So, um, but moving along, the second top or the second running back is Leonard Fournette, West Coast Wombats, thirty point seventy points. Your top wide receiver is CD Lamb for Greco, thirty six point ten. The other one, a familiar face, Cooper Cup. Uh, for pace in your face, 35.65 points. And your top tight end is Noah Fant, Gregco, 27.2. And then your top flex is Jalen Waddle. How about it? It's the first time, I think, on this. Strong side. Making his debut, 30.90 points. Your top kicker is Matthew Wright. Everybody knows Matthew, Jacksonville <laughs> kicker. And a free agent, go get him, 16.70 points. Your top DST is the Rams. And they are owned by the Allman Brothers. They had 21 points. Your top 
defensive player for the whole week is TJ Watt, who uh, apparently just went off. I had no idea. Uh, 24.75 points for Isaiah, 40-31. Your other top defense or second defensive player is Jawan Bentley, who is a free agent, 19.75. Kaiser White is the other one, 19.50. Free agent. And then your top two DBs, Keith Taylor, who is a free agent, 20 points. And then Trevon Diggs, who everybody is hearing about lately, and he is owned by Pacing Your Face for 17.75 points, bringing the week week six total to 372 points, which is, what do we say, the fourth lowest? Second lowest. Second lowest. Okay. Yep. If if nobody gets in the forties in the top five, the top three positions, it's going to be a low scoring yeah. week. So that happened this week. Um, one of the defensive players that was really close to being on the All Pro team this week was Harold Landry, who I spent a lot of fab bucks on last week. Oh, okay. So just let that uh, let that show you that spending these fab bucks are important. Very important. Yes. So let's uh, check out the recap on Fab. And we had a trade this week, so let's uh, go to our segment, Show Me the Money. Show me the money! All right, let's set up the trade first. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on that? It was last night we had Jake and Kevin making a trade. Jake sent Zach Ertz to Kevin in return for um, the Williams, the, the running back for Denver. Yeah, you, Arizona Cardinals tied in Zach Ertz. Yes, which was big news this week as he got traded. Uh, was that on Sunday? He got traded? Or Monday? No, it was prior to because uh, they played Thursday night. Yeah, that's right. Philadelphia that's played right. Thursday night. Was, yeah. They traded him like on Friday because we were texting with Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent Jake a message telling him about the trade, which obviously he knew about. I don't know why I thought I would be the one to tell him anything <laughs> about football. Uh, and he immediately started trying to trade him. <laughs> yeah, over text message. Like, do you need Ertz? And which I I thought um, when I, I remember watching the Thursday night game with Philadelphia, and Ertz scored a touchdown. Yeah, and I was thinking, well, that's kind of fun that Jake has Hertz and Ertz. Yeah, the Hertz to Ertz connection. Yes, and then it was over. Yeah, and that was it. Yep. So, what do you think? Who do you think won that trade right now? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it moves the needle. You don't. Do you? What do you think? I'm, I texted Jake. I think he wins. Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, for me, I would want to see it first from uh, Ertz in Arizona. So you're really banking off of the hype, um, really hoping that he has a prominent role in that offense, um, which he might, you know. But uh, I think for him getting the court, the running back from, from Denver, who everybody expects to take over um, the number one running back duties at some point, I think it's kind of like a no-brainer trade for Jake. I think the the ceiling is a lot higher for Absolutely. him. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. So uh, I think it's a good trade for Jake. It's just hard to choose a running back from Denver because, yeah. man, they just roll him in and out. Yep. And Melvin Gordon's still there, and he's still all right. Melvin Gordon's on my son's fantasy football team, who uh, Ethan is now 6-0 and in the college-side, teen-side fantasy football league, and he just beat Matt Collins last week. Whoa. Um, so shout out to Ethan. I tried to get him on the podcast. He wasn't having it. He's got Lamar Jackson, Derek Henry, and he picked up Cordero Patterson. Oh, so wow. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. All right, so moving along to the fab, um, there was a lot of transactions last night. And 
for a good reason. <laughs> there there are a lot of uh, a lot injured, of injuries, a lot of injuries, a lot of bye players um, or bye weeks for players. So uh, I'll just go over the ones that had competing offers on this one. Jordan Hicks went for eight dollars, and he went to IDP. Still suck. Big Orange Bullies offered two dollars. Greg Co two and the Almond Brothers one. Rashad Penny went to Strong Side. Strong Side, which unfortunately we had to drop. Um, still stinks, uh, but yeah. So we dropped him on Sunday, and then because of the news about AJ Brown being sick, mm. yeah. So we felt like we need to have the insurance in case, which turned out to uh, not be good. So Rashad Penny went to twenty two dollars to Suggs. We offered eleven, and Kemp's crew offered five, which takes all of my fad bucks away. Oh, I'm out. That was it. Yeah. So you went all in. Well, I have Chris Carson. Yeah. And oh, I thought, okay. And I could just see somebody looking at my fab because yeah. I had Chris Carson and saying, well, I'll offer 23 uh-huh. to take his handcuff from him. The mind game's a fab. So I yeah. lost everything. <laughs> All right. So uh, Dearness Johnson, Cleveland running back, we got him for $20. Kim's crew offered 18 Pace in your face, 13 And IDP still sucked, 3 Robbie Anderson went for $5 to Jake. We uh, just put in just a basic claim. We didn't offer any money for him. Von Bell, Cincinnati safety, $8. Went to IDP, still suck. Big Orange Bullies put in three and Pace put in zero. Uh, Jarrett Patterson, uh, Washington running back, went to Kemp's crew. Uh, we put in $6. And then Bobby, I don't even know how you say his last name here. Okay, uh, whatever. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Anyways, linebacker, Indianapolis Colts. He went to Jake for $6. IDP still suck, put in five. Big Orange Bullies, two, and we put in zero. So uh, there's a lot more than that, a lot more uh, transactions that have been made to fill in for the uh, bye weeks this week. I think there's six teams on a bye, but uh, yeah. those were the competing offers for Fab. Congrats, Jake, on winning some Fab this week. There you go. Yeah, last After week last rough. week. Yeah. Two players, Robbie Anderson and Von Bell, were on my team last oh. week. And uh, got some fab bucks spent on them yeah. after I had to drop them. I had, it was the same thing. I had defensive players on bye week, so I had to drop some guys. I had um, no running backs, so I had to pick up some scrub running backs and ended up having to drop Robbie Anderson to do that. Robbie Anderson, who's done nothing this year. He had 11 targets and got like one point. Yeah. Or I don't know. Whatever. Right. He, he may end up just going crazy. Yeah. But you know what? You got to do what you got to do, right? Yep. Right here at the bye weeks is tough to manage for sure. So I'm still doing all right. You're We're still there. Okay. You'll be all right. All right, Zach, let's jump right into picks of the week. Picks of the week. Zach, let's get started this week with your worst nightmare versus Tecmo. Tecmo Power Runners, the last place team and before we do that let's go ahead and hear from kevin white he is our call of the week it's time for the call of the week all right we are joined by kevin white who is currently sitting at three and three and fresh off of a win versus the east coast wombats kevin how are you doing hey what's going on zach not much hey uh how, how did it feel beating uh east coast wombats this past week Oh, it is always a good feeling. Always a good feeling. But when you hit the Wombats up for a win, it's it's just a little sweeter. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we know that you were not able to be there at the draft and that they had to to draft for you. Um, 
was there any exchange between you guys after the draft, after you got your team back? What did you think? We, we haven't, we haven't gotten to talk about it. Uh, I, first of all, just appreciated them um, filling in. I mean, it's a whole lot better that than to auto draft, uh, which is not really an option in our league, but uh, we just had a family situation and I just didn't have any, uh, other recourse I was going to have to be gone and I didn't I tried desperately to find somebody to fill in for me and couldn't and uh, so the, I was uh, it was very gracious of them to to help me out um, yeah what uh so it was good yeah let's let's stop being so nice to them it's okay um what, what grade would you, what grade would you give the east coast wombats after you got your team back oh my stars well the first three picks were awesome I right mean, I had Aaron Jones AJ Brown Lamar Jackson right um that was i mean that that's great if you would have told me i would have had those three before the draft first three picks i say sign me up yeah and, and but but we 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 quickly fell off the cliff after that <laughs> where where i'm looking at your team the the draft javante williams came in uh, Denver <laughs> running back who you just traded away we'll get to that in a minute and then yeah. uh, leonard robert Tony. yeah Curtis yeah. Samuel, Kenyon Drake, yeah. some of those players. Was there anybody you were just like, you just kind of shook your head? Well, here's the problem. I did give a list of some guys that if they're available to get, it's just hard to prioritize those because you don't know how the drafts run. You don't know what's what. But I can promise you Devontae Williams would have not have been my fourth pick in the entire draft, nor would I have taken a linebacker with my fifth pick. Yeah. So, um you know, but, but I mean, it's a whole lot better than not having anybody and picking up people after the draft is over. So I do pre and, and I can't imagine how tough it must've been for them to try to keep up for me and do their thing. So I do appreciate it, it but started out strong, but we fell off a cliff quickly and we never really got off the rocks. We gotcha. just lay down there and twist a few times. <laughs> um, I will say that they did get me Dawson Knox at the end. Yes, I was um, noticing it, that. It, like next to last pick, Dawson Knox. Next to last, that was a, that turned out to be a great pick. Other than the fact that I dropped him after like the first <laughs> right. or second week because he wasn't doing anything. Uh, yeah. And then, but the good news is, if I mean, don't mean good news, but he is a Brentwood native. But uh, he did break his hand last night, so you know he's going to slow up a little bit now. But it would be nice to have retained him and him. You know, he put up a couple twenty, but twenty pointers back to back. He's done well. I mean, he's got the most touchdowns of any of the tight ends. So um, yeah. it would have been it would have been nice to maybe hold on to him a little longer than we did, but. Um, it is what it is um it's just i mean it's with this roster honestly i'm not going to be able to to compete for the championship uh just don't have enough horses in the stable but it is um you know it's fun to try to make the best of it and for every win you can get you feel like you've accomplished something so that's fun yeah yeah and i mean you're sitting there right at three and three you're still in it and, uh, you know, a couple of waiver wire pickups or something like that could uh, change it for sure. So, well, uh, you know me, I never give up. It doesn't matter how right, bad yeah. my team is. I have never given up. I will fight to the very end. Um, I did um, make history as the first ice bucket uh, devotee, but I will not. If, if, if I'm too old for the ice bucket, I mean, this, <laughs> that could be, I could be lethal for an old man. So I've, I've got to keep my head above water here. 
Speaking of the so, ice bucket, did you see the video of the uh, of the, the one from I, this past year? I did. What did you I think? Did. did you like it? I think it was thorough. thorough. Very thorough. Very. I like that. That's a good description. Very thorough. Very, very thorough. But I will say yeah. that there have been some others in the past that I just said that, you know. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you something. When I came down that chute and took the ice in the you-know-where. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I was dying. I was hurting. <laughs> and when I think about just a few little cubes, a few people pulled out there and, you know, just a couple the, of Dixie cups. And stuff. Yeah. Come on. Give Some, me a break. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, do, hey, do you think that, I mean, we're not saying it's going to happen. It's, it definitely doesn't look like it's going to happen. But if somehow you got the ice bucket, maybe you think maybe the East Coast Wombat should join you? Mm. no oh no yes. no i'll let them off the hook wow i'll let them they're off, off the, the hook. hook they're off, they're the, off hook. the hook all right um uh, because it's not gonna happen yeah yeah that's true that's very true no it's, yeah. it's not gonna happen i will not let that happen we'll, we'll we'll hang in there there'll be some guys that will get discouraged and give up and then they don't care and i i have never been that way i'll fight to the very end i get a big kick out of taking somebody out who's up at the top of the league you know those things happen oh yeah for sure absolutely so it's it's fun if i can just make it to the playoffs i think that's uh you know a big accomplishment yes uh moving on to this week you guys you, you face uh tecmo and uh how do you feel about your matchup with them this week which is basically the big bye week um, if I've ever seen one. So yeah, how do you feel I've about got, your mac- matchup this week with Tecmo and, and basically the state of Tecmo uh, right now? If there was one shock about the standings right now, it's Tecmo. Yes. Um, I, I, have no, I have no answers for them. I have, it just is startling. It is shocking. Uh, I don't know how they're coping. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's Tecmo. Yeah. 14th they're 14th Zach yeah. not 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 13th not 12th not 11th they're last yeah they're dead last they're staring ice in the face yes being That's being the former ice bucket champion yourself do you have any words for Tecmo as they're sitting oh uh, wear wear a cup <laughs> that's good wear a cup. So, is this going to be a, a lock for you this week going up against Tecmo it looks like your team is pretty healthy uh, as far as like buys and stuff like that go, it looks like you are good to go. Would you call this well, lock of the week? No, 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 no. They'll, you will never hear me say this season I have a lock. No, 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 that will never happen. Yeah. And here's the reason why. I got too many guys like Jones. Jones will have a huge week, and the next week he's got five. Oh, I mean, Aaron you just Jones. never know. Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Jacobs, you know, he's been plagued with some injuries. You don't know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I tell you what, Jackson Lamar had 16 points for me last week. But other than that, he's been a monster. The week before, he got me the victory over strong side. I mean, he and Marquise Brown lit it up. I was losing by, oh, goodness, I think 20, maybe 30 points before that game started. And we just cruised right on by. Um strong side like they were just sitting in the parking lot just <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah go ahead. yeah i was just gonna say matt there's no telling 
bless his heart. I don't even know if he was. He probably thought he had the game one, took a nap. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just telling you, he probably took that one hard. That hurt him. Uh, but <laughs> so yeah. I saw that you just you just made a trade um, with Jake. And uh, tell us about that trade, what went into it, and uh, did you offer it or did Jake offer this one? Oh, my gracious. Whenever you try to deal with anything with Jake, it takes two ambassadors from the UN, a SWAT team, <laughs> uh, negotiators for a high hostage situation. <laughs> then you have to have, you know, all this legal stuff done. <laughs> Bart Durham comes in. You have a notary. Wow. You have all this stuff coming. Oh, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. That's crazy. We have haggled back and forth last week, this week. And then like all day long today, all day long. Wow. And and to tell you the truth, when the first offer came in, that's what it ended up being. And we, I don't know how many offers we've had in between, but we've haggled and we've haggled and we've dickered and uh, yeah. Wow. So, but, so what are you, you really feeling confident in Zach Ertz making the, the move to Arizona? Well, I don't have any other options right now. I mean, these, everything I've got has been terrible. I I had Ertz to begin with. He was one of the draft draftees that I had that I dumped because he wasn't doing nothing. So I think that he will get inspired going to the Cardinals. They are flying high. I think he will um, get some attention because they're not going to be able to keep up with him with all the other horses in their stable. So I I think I think he could come on for me. All right. Um... And before we let you go here, is there anything else that you're needing via trade uh, that you want everybody. to shout out to the league? Everybody. 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 Just bring them on. Everybody. Just bring them. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to get some value, but everybody, everybody is up for grabs. Take your pick. All right. Well, Kevin, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, good luck this week. Yeah, man. I just sure miss seeing everybody, but it's great just to get to play together and uh, – it's a lot of fun. Been doing it. How long we've we been doing this now? Man, what is it? Seventeen time. years, something like that. Seventeen We're close. seasons. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been fun. So I take it you're not going to miss the draft this this next year, after what goes <laughs> Wombats did. Right? Well, it, I never intend to miss the draft. Yeah. I have fun at the draft, but okay. just sometimes you do have to have your priorities straight. Oh, so yeah. hopefully won't have to anymore. All right. Thanks. I sure paid a price. Sure, man. <laughs> you price. did. Yeah, you paid the price. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. All right, man. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks to Kevin for joining us. Uh, what did you think there, Suggs? I felt like he was just being a little bit too nice to the East Coast Wombats for his uh, for them drafting him. I don't, I don't think he has a choice. I don't think he was being too nice. I think he was pretty critical, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He appreciated the first few picks. Said he didn't have a chance to win the league this year. Yeah. Thought he was being a little bit. Uh, you know, he he could still win. He could maybe. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's got a decent team here. Um, yeah, I, I wish that we had a camera on Ross and Reed trying to make the picks. For <laughs> oh, those I teams. know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was, they were, it was rough. Oh, and yeah. I, I get it. it. It's, it's very similar to trying to make picks and run the draft. Yes. Yeah. And which is awful. Oh yeah. So this year we changed that up a little bit. It wasn't as hard on me as it has been in the past, yeah. but, um, but kudos to Ross and Reed for, for drafting two teams and sorry about your loss. All right, who you got for Kevin versus Jeff? Oh, man. Um, Josh Allen's on bye week this week. Chenault's on bye week this week. James Robinson's on bye week this week. 
Claypool's on bye week this week. Um, I think I got to go with Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. I, I mean, I think even Tecmo would tell you it's Kevin this week. So, but they wouldn't because they won't come on the podcast. Right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we need it. We need them to come on the podcast. But uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to your worst nightmare on this one. And I wouldn't want to go against Lamar Jackson right now no, in fantasy well, football. Well. He didn't have a huge fantasy football score last week because the Baltimore defense was so good. But I'm going Kevin. Yep. Going Kevin this week. Next up, let's go IDP still suck versus do not, donut, donut, stop believing. And Zach, the Risher slide continues. Yep. Uh, cruise control, I should have that clip where he said we're going to cruise control to the playoffs. <laughs> He's lost two straight. He's two and four. He's in the 12th place position, and his points four is almost identical to Tecmo Power Runners. So I do not feel good about Risher. I do think Risher, who has Pat Mahomes, who he drafted first, let that be a lesson to everybody. I do think Risher uh, is – cruising for a potential ice bucket again i think idp still suck wins this week yeah there's still a lot of cleaning up that needs to be done here idps at the time of us recording this they've got a couple empty spots on their uh defensive spot uh, idps and then rish also still has buffalo in there and um, parsons so there's a a few more moves that need to be made but uh, i'm going to give it to idps as well on this one i think um there i mean they got derrick henry and but you know what? Rich has Mahomes still, and they're playing Tennessee, which is going to be quite the game. But uh, I'm going to give it to uh, IDPs. Next up is Greg Coe versus East Coast Wombats. Zach, East Coast Wombats uh, has probably been hit with the injury bug worse than any other team this year. When you lose Christian McCaffrey and you lose Russell Wilson, and now you could potentially lose Baker Mayfield for Thursday, it does not sound good. I know he wants to play. Uh, but it sounds like he may be out, which puts you with Zach Wilson as your starting quarterback. I don't know if they can overcome it. Greg Coe just moved into first place. I think they're going to continue their run. Cordero Patterson is back this week. Greg Coe's going to win pretty handily. Yeah, they've, ECW's just been hit hard by injuries. Um, kind of un, unbelievable how many injuries that they've had. And Greg Coe's on fire right now and has great depth on his team. And it uh, doesn't even really look like the bye weeks are going to affect him putting uh, his running backs in there. So I'm, I just think easily you give this to Greco. Next up is Isaiah 4031 versus Big Orange Bullies. Zach, I know Isaiah 4031 is at the bottom of the league. I know they're flirting with the ice bucket right now. But it's hard to pick against Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Daryl Henderson, who looks good right now, Joe Mixon, who is a, one of the rare running backs that's managed to not be injured right now, the Baltimore defense, who is hot. Uh, I think Isaiah 4031 is going to pull it out this week. And, I mean, they could they could kind of go on a little run if Aaron Rodgers gets hot. Yeah, Um after last week we made, you know, I said, this is a lock, we're going to win, you know, versus Isaiah yeah, 40-31. Yeah. I was I, ready to, and then to bring st- that back up. And then I started looking at his roster and I thought, man, this could this could really uh, blow up in our face here. Like, he, he's got some good players, you know. You never want to go up against Rodgers and Devontae Adams, like the combo. You just – that always stings when uh, – in fantasy, if some somebody's stacked and the team does really well. Um, and, you know, Big Orange Bullies – 
they the locket, you know, losing Russell Wilson stuff like that. And just for the fact out of respect of Isaiah forty thirty one last week almost beating us, which he could have beaten us tomorrow when we wake up from sack corrections. I'm giving it to Jordan. <laughs> Pace in your face goes against West Coast Wombats this week. Uh, Zach, I'm pretty sure that West Coast Wombats is going to bench Ryan Tannehill. They are going to put in Matt Ryan, according to Matt Collins last week, so? who said this is Matt. This is uh, Ryan Tannehill's last chance. Ryan Tannehill did not have a great game from a fantasy perspective last week. I think Tannehill hits the bench. I think Matt Ryan comes in, but I don't think it's going to matter. Kyler Murray is the number one quarterback in the league right now from an MVP perspective who is throwing touchdowns like crazy, has yet to really start running. But, man, when he starts running, you're going to start getting those Lamar Jackson numbers. Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley's back. I think Pace in Your Face wins this week. You know, I think I'm going to go the opposite way on this one. I think that, uh, I mean, depending on what they do there at quarterback, I haven't really kept up with Matt Ryan. But um, I think that West Coast can give Pace a run for his money on this one. They uh, picked up that David Long Jr. guy. For the Titans, yeah, man, that guy's good. been a stud. He looked good. I mean, he had 12 tackles um, the week before, and then uh, against Buffalo, he had 14 tackles, 12 and 14. And then going up against Kansas City this week, um, that's just been a great pickup for them. So uh, I, th- I think I might give it to West Coast on this one. I think they could. Uh, Leonard Fournette's been playing really well. So uh, yeah, I'll give it to them. And Austin Eckler's on a bye week. Yep, that could be a thing. Yeah. All right, we got our two matchups left. Zach, let's go with um, with uh, the Sean Kemp versus Michael Jordan rivalry. Oh, Kemp's crew versus H and F Industries. Uh, I'm giving it to Jake. I'll go first. Really? I've, I've already looked at this. Um, who knows if uh, Gibson's going to play? And I just we're definitely down with three, four of our guys, five of our guys on bye week this week. So mm. uh, I'm going to give it to Jake on this. Jake also has a rough week from a bye week perspective. Uh, he did pick up Robbie Anderson. How about that? Uh, I'm Kyle, sure he'll go off. Kyle Pitts is back. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts, who finally came on in week five with 26 points. If he plays the way he played in week five, Jalen Hurts is like a fantasy football cheat code. It doesn't matter – how the team's doing, they still managed to get a whole bunch of fantasy points yeah. for Jalen Hurts. Um I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go the same. I think I'm gonna go with Kim's crew on this one. All right. And the last matchup of the week, I would say, is the matchup of the week. Not because I'm playing in it, but because the Almond Brothers are just blasting through the league right now. It's the Almond Brothers versus Strong Side. Zach, because it's my matchup, I'm gonna let you pick first. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Suggs, but you got to get off the tracks here. The O train's coming through. The O train, and uh, yeah, the Almond Brothers. It's a new version, and uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to them. I do like. I do like your team, um, but they're just hot right now. The Almond Brothers. It might be destiny. You think so? I think so. Where well, are you going? Well, let me tell you. I love how humble you are by picking against yourself against Kim's crew. But I haven't picked against myself yet. I'm not going to pick against myself now. I'm going to pick strong side, especially if Rashad Penny plays. 
If Rashad Penny plays and I can move Bolden out of my starting lineup, I feel pretty good. Okay. So I'm going to go with myself to win this week. That is our picks of the week. Zach, it's time to close it out. Let's close it out with uh, This Week in Fantasy Football. And uh, we don't have an intro, but I do have this little clip. Which I got like in big <laughs> Can that be our intro? I like it, yeah. All right. Yeah, This Week in Fantasy Football. Week 7, according to Fantasy Pro, in 2013, no player managed to score 30 points in fantasy football. Of all Week 7s in the last 10 years, this is the only year that that happened. The highest scoring position was tight end, and it was Jordan Reed. Shout out Jordan Reed, man. That guy was injured so often with for us. Who scored 28 points, <laughs> beating out A.J. Green and Andy Dalton, who had 27 points, who was on the Tecmo Stars. So nobody Jordan over Reed, 30 points. Jordan Reed on the Tecmo Stars that year. Man, Jordan Reed could come back right now, and, I mean, we'd probably pick him up. Jordan Reed was one of those guys that, like, you really thought about in the first few rounds. Oh, yeah. Like, first tight end pick. When, when Jordan Reed was healthy, he was a stud. He was yeah. really good. But he, rarely was he healthy. Yeah, that's the, that was the phrase, when he was healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. All right, Zach, it's been a good week. We are moving into week seven. You got any final words? I don't. Be sure to hit those uh, league pick selections before uh, kickoff tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, and do we have a new leader? Do you know in league pick'em? I haven't looked. Let me tell you real quick. We do. It is Chase Gall. Chase Gall. Chase Gall is the new leader who is actually. Oh wait, I take that back. We have a three-way tie. How about it? Chase Gall, Jake Standifer, and Brian Franklin all at twenty-eight points. Everybody is still in this though that are making the picks. Where am I at, Zach? Uh, Suggs, you are at twenty-four points. Hey, four, four points behind. back. Let's You're go. Four points back. So. Let's go. Yep, 28 is the bar right now. we got a three-way tie at first. Make your picks before kickoff on Thursday night. Yeah, let me give you a reminder that you can pick all the way to the end of the season, which I did, but when I checked this morning, for some reason I had not picked week seven. So Whoa. make sure you go back and check your league, pick them here and there. Make sure you actually clicked every week <laughs> to pick. That would have been very depressing, Yeah, even though I didn't check it. But that's all we got this week. I hope you have a great week. Thanks, Kevin White, for joining us. Matt Collins, we will uh, enjoy having you back next week. Rest up. See you later. Buffalo's Pro Bowl left tackle, Taylor Lewan.